Hello, beautiful love, and welcome to Feeling Good with Gwen. I'm your host, Gwen, and I'm a functional medicine, health, and life coach, and I'm dedicated to exploring all areas that will impact our health and happiness and how we experience life. And on today's episode, I will be talking about something that I have talked about more than once here, but I think I'll probably just keep talking about it for many years to come. And that is self-care. But I think from a perspective that we haven't really heard a ton about. So stick with me, even if you feel like you have your self-care plan dialed. And I know I talk a lot about self-care and that's because what I know for sure is there's many layers to it. And for many of us, it is the first thing to go when we get busy, when we have families, when we start a new job, like whatever it is, it's, it's just slips away. And to be honest, the truth is I cannot get enough of it because on every level, everything hinges on us taking care of ourselves on whether or not we take care of our food, sleep, stress load, movement plan, or relationships is going to impact whether or not we can show up for our career, family, friends, financial capacity. And it's going to impact our energy, our mood, our ability to cope with hard shit. It's going to impact whether we feel joy in our lives and feel like there's a purpose to this madness. It's going to impact whether we can parent our kids the way we want and if we can move our body in the way we love. And if we can make deep and meaningful relationships and connections, and if we can pay our bills and go on vacations and do all the things, it's going to impact our ability to love ourselves and embrace ourselves and live the life we want. So I am spicy about self-care. I'm spicy about the foundations of health being seen through a self-care lens And being understood that these are essential ingredients for health and happiness and the ability to function and actually get after life. And I am spicy about self-care as an influencer of our energy and source of passion and purpose and joy. So today, I want to talk about a layer of self-care that might not be as talked about so far. And I thought I would start out by telling you a quick story about a beautiful client of mine who is busy AF. She has a job in a high stress, high pressure environment, a whole bunch of children and a husband who works full ass time. They live in a busy place that's like vibrating with interesting things to do, uh, you know, like a hustly bustly city, but are so busy and feel so fin- so much financial pressure and pressure to keep up that they have no time to do anything other than the basics. She also has some health challenges that have been pushing on her for quite a few years that she thought she was managing with some medication, but it turned out she needed to make some lifestyle changes as well. Namely, her diet needed to be sorted out. So we did, um, we worked on that and that was going well and she was starting to feel better and more energetic But there was still this sense of unhappiness or dissatisfaction and this block that she couldn't seem to get past. Like many of us, she was experiencing low to medium to high levels of resentment towards her work and her family and her husband. And this actually made her feel really guilty and ashamed and actually shitty because everyone was doing okay in her life and her life was pretty good on paper. And so 
you know, what was, she was feeling like, what was wrong with her that she couldn't just be happy? She would be short-tempered and sharp at the kids and feel angry towards her husband for not doing the things that she knew needed to be done. And she really just felt stretched so dang thin that she was worried she would rip apart like an old rubber band. Do you know what I mean? When they get like overstretched and then they snap. And I know that many of us can relate to elements of her experience because it's not just one client. It's many of my clients speak of these things and I recognize it in myself. So after we got the foundation sorted out and her feeling better in her body, we started to explore what was going on and we discovered that she wasn't holding space for any joy in her life. I don't know if that resonates with you, but it is a common occurrence and she couldn't remember even the last time she did something for her that she really enjoyed and actually it took a lot of work even remembering what she enjoyed it was hard for her to reconcile with the fact that she had let it all slip like that was a real struggle for her that she felt so disconnected from even knowing what brought her joy that she had stopped nourishing her soul by doing things that she enjoyed or was curious about or was a bit afraid of even, but really interested in. Um, We actually both shed tears here because I know how she felt. I deeply understood. And I also know that most of my other clients have been living that same experience. And that's honestly no life to live. And it's not the example we want to show our children as they grow up and live their lives doing the same thing, right? Okay, so the solution was to, of course, run away to Mexico and take up surfing and doing pottery and dancing on the beach. Obviously, right? I mean, I'm kidding. But even though that does actually sound amazing, this isn't the reality she was currently living in or most of us are living in. But we can all spend time exploring what things brought us or bring us joy or peace or a flow state or whatever you want to call it. Because what was discovered over those sessions was that there was no creativity in her life. There was no place for joy or play or or feeling playful. And what that was, was there was just no connection to herself. Everything was about fulfilling external demands and requirements. She was on and doing all the time and it had completely emptied her of all her energy and feelings of personal fulfillment and enjoyment of life. Like, I mean, she spoke a lot about how she felt just completely empty, really tanked, um, burnt out, just exhausted and easily overwhelmed by, by just the very minimum, not let alone like adding things in. And I don't know, does that sound familiar to you or maybe not you, but someone you know? Like, I feel like right now we're living in a season where this is so common and there's just so much pressure from so many different angles coming at us all the time. So many things that we need to be fulfilling or feel like we need to be doing to sort of live up to, I don't know, these external frameworks of what success looks like. Anyways, 
So this client actually didn't really identify as creative. So she was super confused about what that even meant to her. But she actually said about, um, she said about creating 20 minutes a day to explore the arch of her life and times of joy and times that felt free and times that felt interesting and times that she really felt like shit was on point for her. And she discovered a whole bunch of things. And I actually have another client who landed at the same place, but knew instantly she wanted to spend time consuming design things. She wanted to tap back into her love of like DIY and watching design shows and reading decorating books and magazines and just all of those things like deep dive into Pinterest. That was her jam. She knew right away this was a place of pure energy and joy for her. That when she did those things, she lost track of time. She felt peaceful and happy and whole. And she was recognized Pretty quickly, she showed up for her family and job and even herself with more joy and presence when she started to implement just a little bit of time every day. And so my client who didn't identify as a creative is on a longer journey of self-discovery, but is enjoying the process so much that she has gone from having created that initial 20 minutes of time to now holding space for like almost a full hour most days of the week for her to explore things she is curious about. I would say that her creative energy comes from a true love of learning. She's just so into it. And both of these women have connected to their personal energy source and both are super busy and both are have families and jobs and many other things going on in their lives. Like they're just legit regular women like me and you who have all the things happening, but both are learning to hold this space for self-care like their life depends on it. And I know that sounds kind of hectically dramatic, but I think when you've experienced such lows and you know, maybe if you've had some health challenges where your energy does take such a huge dip, these things really do have so much impact on whether our life is enjoyable and lived enjoyed or whether we're just barely surviving. And anyways, these women are totally enjoying their life and their family and are even feeling less annoyed with their husbands most of the time. That was directly out of their mouth. Randomly not in the same conversation, but interesting nonetheless. So the point is that there's the self-care that is based on taking care of our physical body. Absolutely, which is essential. And there's also self-care that is about tapping into our personal energy source, our internal fire and fuel. And it's a bit like a charging station like like a Tesla charging station. Um, like if you imagine you've been driving across a Canadian province and over mountain passes and are really worried about your batteries and then you see the charging station and you are flooded with relief and joy and you can feel that all through your body. It is like being washed in so much relief and 
joy and I don't know, goodness. So that is the power of exploring this area of self-care. And we really need to tap into our physical self-care and we need to tap into our emotional self-care. And neither of these have anything to do with the massive self-care industry that pushes us towards spending money, changing our appearance, and keeping up with the Joneses, okay? Neither of these things have anything to do with needing to get your eyebrows done. And I also want to mention that neither of these clients are planning to quit their day jobs to take up pursuing some new thing. They are just enjoying themselves and enjoying getting to know themselves again. And also, it's not easy. We all know that. We know finding that 20 minutes feels impossible and that it's going to cause friction in our family and with our kids and our husband and scheduling system. Trust me, I know all of the things. And I also know that this is an essential ingredient for us to actually feel alive and engaged and like we're living our life on purpose. Like we are in charge of our happiness because we absolutely are. And I also know that so many people will be thinking, but I have no idea what my thing is. Yep, that's okay. You're okay. It's okay. It's okay to not know, right? Just start getting curious. I actually talked about a practice a few episodes back about this. So head back to the episode called How to Feel Happier and More Joyful. And I walk you through a practice. Even if you just listen to the first, I don't know, probably 15 minutes, you'll know what to work on. And it's possible that you're like my client who actually gets great joy out of the exploration of learning out of the exploration of self-discovery, right? I also want to dangle this olive branch. Okay, I, can I just say, it's one of my deepest dreams to actually one day have my hands on an actual olive branch in real life. And just so we can get a full picture of that, I will most certainly be handing it out to everyone around me in hopes that someone will take it and complete my dream of living that phrase out in real life. I digress. What I'm saying is, I know it's hard to figure out how to make the time for this type of self-care. And I know it can cause drama at home and all the things. But I want you to also know that many of my clients have done this work and have all reported back that after the initial ruffling of scheduled feathers, everyone in the house ends up supporting it because they are more themselves than they had been for years. Like, I mean, they're happier and lighter and straight up just more fun to be around. It is this incredible source of energy And I really want you to think about that. Like, what in your life fuels you in that way? What in your life historically has brought you a sense of energy and where you lose track of time and you're just living, I don't know, in that exact moment with curiosity and playful energy and enthusiasm or total concentration? Like, it's going to feel different for everybody, but. The overall sensation is that you will feel energized 
And you might also feel tired because some people, it might be like hiking in the forest. I don't know, but you know, it could be a physical thing. And and so you might be tired as well, but your soul feels energized. Does that make sense? (laughs) So I actually want to share my own personal journey here just for a offering for a framework. Since So since my youngest started sleeping through the night, I have been getting up usually about an hour before my family. That's my time to do my things. Over the years, I have done all kinds of things in order to get a deeper understanding of what really fuels my fiery joy center. And for me, it's ever-changing. Like, that is part of my fuel. The exploration of optimizing this human experience and this bag of meat. Now, that's, sorry, but... I sound gross. So if you had to take a guess, and that's all it ever is in life, like what do you suspect might be one of your kindling pieces? What is one part of your energetic source of self-care? So this is something that I could certainly talk about for like ever and ever and ever. And the importance of it is astronomical. Because this is taking care of your soul. This is self-care for your soul. And when we prioritize this in our life, it creates that sense of meaning and purpose. And it that really balances out our doing and needing to take care of so many people around us. This is the balancing part of that being in service to others. And so I can't even stress it enough and say it enough times, but it is really an essential part of our existence. And when we are caregivers or when we, you know, are parents and have little kids or kids of any age or whatever, or we have maybe sick parents like or a really busy job that consumes everything, it's easy to let this stuff slip. And what I know for sure is that when we let it slip for too long, it can really create that sense of burnout and exhaustion and just complete flatness in our life. And there's not an easy, immediate sense of, I don't know, aha, that happens when we start the exploration, but gradually it becomes such a beautiful gift. And it really is a personal journey and it really is unique and it is truly based on you and what what really feeds your soul. And so I hope that this has been helpful and maybe cracked open a little bit of ideas around how you could prioritize your health and your happiness this week. And um, let me know. I would love to hear from you always. And if this episode has landed with you, please join me over on Instagram at Gwen Johnson official or jump over to my website at gwenjohnson.ca and not only grab access to my library of freebie goodness, but also send me an email letting me know what's up for you these days. And if you're curious about working together or have any questions, you can always fill out the form or DM me on social or reach out. And one last quick thing. This is probably the most important thing of this entire episode. I want you to know 
that you are amazing and beautiful and whole and wonderful and worthy and full of so much love and potential and light. You are one glorious human being.